Thanks for checking out and tuning in to At the Table with Paul and Brandon. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And we really hope you enjoy today's show. So there's been times where um, you've seen people identify people and talk about people in the way that they have um, exhibited a desire to control situations around them. And a lot of times we call those people control freaks. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been thinking a lot about that lately because mm-hmm. I've been dealing with some control people in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about where does that come from? Okay. Um, and I think that there's a root of fear in it. Uh, yep. Um, but I think it might go deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to get your thoughts and I have some other ideas about it, but where, why do you think people want to control? That's a, that's a, that's a very broad question. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what do you, how about you sum it up? Like, what are you, what are you talking about specifically? Like, are you talking about people who want to control everything or, like the people who are everybody, like the the helicopter mom, helicopter dad, or just the, the person that wants to be controlling sometimes in certain areas. Because I think I think it go. I think there's, I think there's a spectrum. I think that there's. I think people who have a controlling nature yep. will, will exhibit that behavior across all okay. areas of their life. Yes. Uh, at work, they're going to be the person that wants mm. to be able to control their environment. They want to control their workflow. They want to control. Um, what other people are doing, they're gonna they're gonna monitor mm-hmm. more of what's going on around them, of what other people are doing. They're gonna want to have influence and input into that. Uh, at home in their relationships, if there's kids, they're gonna want to know everything those kids are doing. They want to have control over that. They want to have access to all the people that have that those kids have access to. Um, they want to have information from the school. They want to have information from the parents of those kids mm-hmm. so that they have all the information available in order to be able to manipulate a situation and control it to the place where they feel secure. Mm-hmm. Um, in their in their marriage, those people are going to be, um, they want to know all the finances. They want to they get access to all the information. They want, you know, they're going to want to uh, have access to the phone. They're going to they're gonna want all those things to be able to give them you know, they want an itinerary of what the other person's day is going to be. Where are you going to be? Who are you going to be with? What are you going to be doing? Um, and so it's information that they're seeking, that they're hunting in order for them to be able to be, manipulate the situations, control everything that's going to bring them the security mm-hmm. that will allay, allay the fear that's driving all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I think somebody who has serious control issues, that's going to be evident in, in every place in their life. I think that this goes back to a little bit of our, we talked about. I think uh, routine. Mm-hmm. I think this goes ties in a little bit of that. Like some, I think some of the same issues that people who are very routine oriented, mm-hmm. and when their routine gets messed up, I feel like it has a little bit of that same type of thing. Like there's there's safety, security, some of the same DNA. But I think it's vastly different. But I think it's in this. You can kind of get the same type of sense that like I yeah. need, I need things to happen this way. And it brings me a sense of order and being in control is same thing. I have a way that things are done. And if I do it this way, I'm able to see it. Everything's in a row. Everything's lined up and I'm able to see it very quickly and I'm able to get 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 peace, get peace from it. I definitely think it has to do a lot of sense of security, um, security, like fear of if I don't have control, what what happens? Like it's out of control, Mm -hmm. like it's out of control. Um, I also feel that a lot of people who are, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. 
And so I'm, I'm, if somebody's listening and they may find it, they may feel they may are a little more controlling person. What I'm saying, I don't want to, I don't, don't want to paint with a broad brush. I don't, I don't, I don't like doing that. Okay. But in my opinion, I feel that a lot of people who are very controlling are very short sighted. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that um, they're they're very short sighted, and so they need to have they need to control because they have a small window that they're trying to see past, mm-hmm. and anything beyond that is the earth. That's the end of the earth. And so I feel like they're trying <laughs> okay. to control yeah. about things to yeah. keep moving, and so they, they're they're short sighted. I'm I have been accused of being a controlling person, mm-hmm. but I'm only controlling in certain things because I try to control <laughs> things that move the dial. Because I'm actually, I'm actually a very long sighted person, so I try to set parameters in my life that are going to be predictable. So I exhibit things that I'm doing now that are going to give me a reliable, predictable result nine months from now. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have to control the daily day basis. But I am trying to control to get a favorable outcome, right? Mm-hmm. And so that I feel like anybody who is a controlling person is trying to do something to get a favorable outcome. I just feel like when someone's called a control freak, they lack long-term visioning. They lack long-term uh Long-sightedness, I don't know what you call that. Like, right. they're, you know, they're, they're just short-sighted. And so everything is very much controlled right now. Like, I'm controlling my day. And I can only see past my day. Yeah, but I think the, the there's a clear distinction here that's critical. In other words, I think it's one thing to, to control something or to manage something right. for a strategic particular outcome. That's desired, and you can have some very strict parameters for that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like there could be some and, things you and, want non-negotiable, and, and the people that are involved in that may feel like, okay, you're being controlling. Oh, correct, right, right. But yeah. I, <laughs> I think the person who has control issues, okay, I don't know that they have a strategic outcome. I think they just have an innate sense hmm. that I have to be in control because if I'm in control. Their security in that. Well, that is the outcome, though. I mean that that is that is their outcome. No, but I'm I'm thinking like you know, in other words, if if you say okay, well, I want to get involved in a particular area of ministry in our church, right? Because there's a long term goal that you have, right? In general, you're gonna you you would want to develop somebody to be able to lead that ministry. We would give them the parameters, and then they would just lead it. They'd have right. responsibility and authority within that area, right? Maybe for a short period of time we might would feel like that okay we need to be more involved which would feel like more we need to get more control that's correct for a season of time yeah yeah in order to achieve a long-term goal of releasing it again correct a controlling person never is going never is going to release it yeah correct they're never going to they're not they're not strategic (laughs) in the sense that i just need to manage this for a little while so that i can release it i get you i understand and so i think that's what i try to figure out the distinction between that um, it gets blurry sometimes. It gets really, it, it gets really yeah. blurry. Mm-hmm. But I think if you look at somebody's life and that they're exhausting themselves, correct, and they're adding so much stress to their lives because when if you if you're married and you got two or three kids and you work and you're trying to control every aspect of your life, that is exhausting. Um, and I just wonder what would some why would somebody work so hard? What is the deep seated motivation in somebody that that they just have to control the finances, the relationship, the activity, everything around them? They're constantly inserting themselves in everything that the people around them are doing in order that they might be able to feel some sense of okay, it's it's gonna it's gonna come out like I want. Well, it you to. you just said it all. Okay, it's it's a lack of trust. Okay, 
It's a lack of belief. Mm-hmm. It's a lack of faith. Uh, it, it, it's just it's 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 fear, right? I you you basically that person you described mm-hmm. believes that they're the only one who can do it the right way, the safe way, the good way, the healthy way. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, it's going to be damaged. So like that's what I have to control. Okay, like because if I because if I if I if I give you control, then I then I fear that you're not going to be able to do it. And so like because generally in leadership. Like I said, you we bring somebody along, we equip them, mm-hmm. we're around them to kind of be the training wheels, the safety net to be there. But ultimately, we're we're we have the mindset that I saw in you mm-hmm. that you will be able to take this and control it on your own, right? Right. right. When the person who was the control freak, if you want to say, mm-hmm. I think that 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 switch in their brain that thinks that they can identify somebody who can control, I think that they somehow have uh, inordinate perspective on themselves to where they're the only ones who can control that that if that i'm me giving it to you would be unwise because i'll be giving you something that inevitably you're going to break because only i can and i think that's the rub like i it's like i i can't i can't ever entrust you to it because i don't i don't believe that anybody's capable of doing it but doing it my way or me doing it, or my way also. Like it can't be a different way. We see it all the time because controlling people have a hard time if you do it differently. Also, like you got to cut the grass, you know, east and west, not north and south. Right. Like, but do we want the grass cut? Well, no, it has to be cut this way. We got to take. The, you got to put the trash bag back in this way. Mm-hmm. We load the dishwasher this way. You know, you you we 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 park the car in this way. We, we go to this gas station. Like it's it's it because you said it becomes everything. Where it's like okay. There's more than mul- there's more than multiple ways to get something done. Also, yeah, and I think sometimes a controlling person really has a hard time releasing, releasing it all, yes. anything, yes, even to people who can do what they're trying to get done better than they can. That's what I'm talking about. It's 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 a lack of self awareness. And I guess that's the problem for me is okay yes. if if I've hired somebody to do something, correct? I'm hiring them because I can't do it, right? And so if then I try to control what I've hired them to do that I can't do. AKA micromanaging. A, a, a micromanaging, right. but it's it's right. I have to be involved. And if I'm not involved, it's gonna go But then gonna, why did you hire that person in the first place? And and that's the whole thing for me is what what <laughs> level like what's deep inside that mm. says everything around me broken is broken and if I don't if I'm not watching every little thing then there's going to be chaos and I can't deal with the chaos it's actually delusional like when you keep talking about it right. like I know we do it but I'm saying think about that what you you keep saying like how why would you even think that that's even possible because now you're basically saying that you're perfect in all things mm-hmm. and if you're not there yes. it's not going to happen as if you can't miss it as well like it's like you like so so let's say let's say you're the person that has this idea mm-hmm. and so you're watching me do something mm-hmm. so you're basically or, or like we're, we're doing a sermon and you want to say hey Brandon before you put anything out let me look at it you're basically saying that you would be able to catch every mistake I made right <laughs> yes I mean that's, yes. that's, that doesn't yeah. make any sense right. like that can't happen I mean I because could but... mo- I know <laughs> Well, yes, you could, but that's why that's why you see books on the shelves yeah. that have typos. They had they had an editor, they have proofreading, they have final draft, and they still make it on all bookshelves with with the the right. with with two periods, right? Because yep. because it, it just you can't nobody's perfect, and I think that idea you're trying to say, which makes it seem more like the more you keep talking about it, the more you keep saying it's delusional to be like, yeah, you you hire somebody or you go to somebody, but like you want to fact check that person. Like to me, it's always like 
I'm fine with getting second opinions, right? Mm-hmm. But I've heard people who've been like, "Yeah, my <laughs> knee is hurt. I'm on my fourth doctor." They all. I'm like, "What? What? I mean, you don't. You don't know it at all. At yeah. what point are you going to realize that they just that you went there for the for the first time? Right. Like they're a doctor. Like I don't need to have seven opinions. Mm-hmm. Like if the if a, if two doctors say I need to get surgery on my knee, the third's probably going to say it. Like, I, I, he's a specialist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, why do I think that I would know better? And I feel like the person who is a con- is a super control freak thinks that somehow they know better than everybody else. And I feel like that is a form of delusion. And and the, the I guess the extension of that is that if you set yourself up, because it's deeply insightful, if you set yourself up as I'm, I'm actually the authority, Yes. Even though I've hired you and on the surface it looks like I've given you authority. <laughs> right. Then then I've automatically set myself up in uh an antagonistic relationship with you. Because I've set myself up as as the expert. So what do you mean by antagonistic in that perspective? In, in other words, then I'm I'm only going to be looking at you and your work critically. Yes, got you. 100%. And, and so mm-hmm. anything that's a little like that I don't understand yep. means I'm not controlling it means it can't be right. <laughs> exactly. That is so true. And so if it can't be right, then you're at fault. Because I don't understand. Because it. I because I'm a, I'm not okay with that it. That is so true. And so if if I'm controlling it, mm. I, I and I yes. my personality does not deal well with with that type of personality. Yes. Um because I, I'm more of a of a long term thinker. I'm more of a strategist. I'm more of I can see the big picture. Um, I'm not going to get upset about a little detail today because I know there's always a solution. Hundred percent. And so it it you can always figure a way forward. And 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 I, I just feel like I have a great faith that God's going to go before me and do what needs to happen. And I'm going to go through some difficult things. And I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be okay. Right. And so so. I just don't get that word up about stuff or feel like I have to control everything. I love to be able to empower people to do stuff on my behalf and then just trust that they're going to do it. Um, that's, I, I I don't know. I, I just feel like sometimes, and, and what that does for me when, I, when I'm able to do that mm-hmm. is I'm able to have relationships with people. Like as a general contractor doing some of that work, I have really good relationships with my subcontractors because I talk to them about the scope of work we we come to some conclusions and then I just release them to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't even talk to them about it because they know what to do. I, they know more about it than I do. Yes. And so I have some overarching knowledge. Yes. And I know what I want done. Mm-hmm. But I'm not I'm not a trained uh, HVAC person. Mm-hmm. You know, I might have an opinion about whether the air handler needs to go under the ha- under the crawl space or up in the attic space. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm going to trust the expert's ability to be able to do that work. I'm not mm-hmm. going to micromanage how they're connecting the duct work. You know, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are people who would do that. There are contractors I know who are like micromanaging and, and the subcontractors talk about that. They have, they have negative interactions with those type of control, control freaks and they don't want to do work for them. Mm-hmm. And I can get a lot out of my subcontractors mm-hmm simply because they know I'm empowering them to do the job and I'm treating them as human beings mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be controlling. And it's just fascinating to me to watch the con- the people who are really controlling, they have a hard time with relationships with with all the people around them because they just typically will drive people away because if I'm always putting responsibility on you and not giving you any authority, which is the thing we talk about a lot, then then 
a lot of people are not going to stay in those kinds of relationships. Not only do they have a hard time with relationships physically, they have a hard time with the spiritual relationship. Yes. Um, because it's what you said before is that when it comes to the end of my knowledge, when I don't know or I don't understand it, then it must be wrong. Mm-hmm. That does not work when it comes to faith. Right. And just think about that, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, a lot of us want to control, but then we know some people are very controlling by nature. If you're a person that's controlling by nature, you have a hard time because faith is submitting to Christ. It's admitting that you don't know anything. It's really admitting that that what the, left to your best devices, you're going to take your life straight to hell. And right. so, but but you feel like you have the best for your life. Mm-hmm. So like that's already at odds with yeah, you, right? right. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that you know your opinions. Like I, I feel like that's what's really difficult with people um, in our culture today is that we're we're more and more self governing more and more i'm in control it's all about me it's my story i'm speaking my truth we're more and more that right and that's why jesus becomes more and more harder to really understand because he really is saying it's not really about you you're not really all that mm. like you know you're, you're not the guy right you're not that yeah. like you're not the girl right, right. like your 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 ways are actually foolish mm. you actually are delusional you actually are headed in the wrong direction. Right. You are making poor choices. It is not the way. And I feel like that's what's so difficult for people is because we're so full. The, the person who is in it, the person who is the control freak is so full of themselves that they become delusional think that they're perfect. But we all have a little bit of that delusion. We all have a little bit where we're too full of ourselves. And I feel like that's the that's the sin of the garden all, all the time is that the, the serpent represented of Satan, the mm-hmm. devil, mm-hmm. wanted to be God. He wanted to be the final authority on right. all things. Yep. And he offered the woman and the man an opportunity to be just like God, being the final authority in all things. That is what we long for in our flesh and in our brokenness. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, as I always say, we're all broken, some just differently. We come across people who are just that delusional to think they are God and they want to show that in how they treat you. Yeah, and that's... That's a deeply broken person. It is. I mean, that's and they're dangerous. A, I think that's. <laughs> I mean, the more I've <clears throat> been thinking about this issue <clears throat> um, lately, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. the, the more I realize how deeply broken that person is, mm-hmm. who feels like that that they are ultimately better at everything than everybody else is, and that's they're not saying that out loud, of course, but with their actions, that's what they're saying, and so I don't know. I just. I grieve for people that are like that because it's um, it it has to be exhausting to be the expert and to be better and smarter than everybody else. Um, and I know some people will disagree on on the idea of, um, it, in other words, I'm sure there's there's those in uh, who have studied this psychologically, and that there are some root issues maybe in childhood mm-hmm. where maybe chaos at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Led led to an individual growing up with a sense of everything's out of control. Correct. My, my home life is out of control. Yes. And so as they develop into an adult, they begin to try to control the things that they feel like they can control, and then 100%. that just morphs into everything in their life. Right. And so there's probably some there's probably some ways with some with some appropriate reflection and therapy and prayer that that somebody could begin to set aside some of those some tendencies. Of that trauma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I was listening to uh, Matthew McConaughey be interviewed on a podcast, which I know is shocking to you. Um, but he said something that which made me think about what, exactly what you just said. First of all, isn't Matthew McConaughey a real cool dude? 
he's one of the coolest guys there is. Like he's just really cool. Um and and one of my favorite actors. He's had some of the best lines in all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> the yeah. the the closing argument in a time to kill. Oh man. It's like one of the best man, things you've ever seen a, ever. Oh, gosh. Um but anyway, he was and he's a very interesting person. Yeah. He thinks about things uh mm-hmm. deeply. Um, but he was saying he was talking about this idea of control, and he's like, really? He said, let's think about it. He said, life going forward is a mystery. Okay, life behind us is a science. He said, in other words, the 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 slight the, that was sort of that, that the, was some bar. Like yeah. I was trying, I was trying to let that slide, but I was like, that was profoundly deep. Yes, <laughs> I was. I looked. I looked over and Robbie and Brock were looking to like what it was. And like, when, that, he it, when he said it, when he when he said it, I actually paused. Wow. I paused that, the podcast. Say, say it again. Say it again. He said, "Life in front of us is a mystery. Man. Life behind us is a science." Dude, that's fantastic. And he said, because <laughs> he said, think about it. He gave the example of. If you get caught for 30 extra seconds at an intersection and you're late to the restaurant uh, that you were going to and you're walking in and there's this woman who's walking out and she says, good morning. And you say, good morning. And next thing you know, you know, you're dating. Next thing you know, you have kids like like 30 years down the road. You look back to that that 30 second delay as maybe there was something to that, that that's science. You know, that was part of the plan. Hmm. He said, whereas going into it, you don't, you're frustrated because the the mystery before you is what's about to happen. You don't understand it. Yeah. He said, and we try yeah. to, he said, the, th- the problem is we try to science what's in front of us instead of just embracing the mystery and, hmm. and operating with faith and with wonder about what is to come. Yeah. And not be, and yes, we can look back and analyze right. like how we got there and, and be in, you know, and see all the pieces, mm-hmm. but going forward, life is just a, it's a mystery. And so like, if you understand that, then the reality is we can't control. We literally can't. So the thing that the control freak is trying to do is really impossible. And so it's an exhaustive um, way to live life, exhausting way to live life, but it's also an impossible thing that you're trying to accomplish. The very thing that you are consumed with is an actual impossibility, and you can't control it. And so, if you're not going to be a person of faith about what is to come, then then you're 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 basically saying, "I, I am God." Back to the garden, um, and I'm just going to control this thing until I breathe my last. And man, what a miserable way to live life! If you can just say, "I'm gonna I'm gonna embrace the mystery to come, and I'm gonna trust that God is in is in control of the mystery." Yeah, I always thought that it was so ridiculous, the phrase, well, if you want it, you can pry it from my cold dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah. want it, you can pry it from my cold dead yeah, hands. Sir. And I was, I, it's, I chuckle with that because we get, you know, we use that as a funny thing because it's, we know it's not really good. Right. Like whenever you, yeah. like whenever you use that to somebody, it's like it's normally a joke because you shouldn't do that, right? Mm. But we know people think that way and thought that way a lot of times. And we, we've hopefully tried to get better and we, we talk about wanting to pass it on. And we, we know now as leaders, it's much better to have an open hand than the closed fist. Yeah. Like we've, we've, we're trying to get that. And I feel like that we're talking about that. You don't have to hold on so tight to everything. Mm. Like you should be able to let it, let it, let it be there. Let it, let it, let it loose. Um, and it's just like, I just feel that way with, with relationships, with parenting is that you need to just have an open hand and like, 
you you I just feel like some people feel like well if I open it up I'm gonna lose it it's gonna go it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna jump out it's kind of like if you're trying to hold the butterfly right like you 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 you're a little kid you want to have the butterfly or the or the beetle whatever you got to keep it because you know it because you know it's gonna leave and so we want to hold it but like isn't it the beauty of like if you open it up and like the butterfly just stays there on its own accord like mm. it, st- it stayed there yeah like that's what's so much better and I think that when you control things you miss that that you never get mm. the the fullness of the fact that like your kids chose to come or with you mm. that your that your spouse chose that your family chose that your coworkers were, they chose it wasn't they felt trapped they couldn't but they they chose like I love the the relationship I have with, with the staff mm. because like. We've invested in it open handed that we have a true relationship. It's not just I'm your boss. Like I'm your <laughs> like I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like I like we're like we 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 deeply love each other. Mm. And I, I just feel like when you when you micromanage and you control and it's dictatorship, you might get things done, you might move the dial and you might have people's uh uh, attention and you might have their will because you do something but you never have their heart wow, and I think yeah. that's the difference mm-hmm. for me is that a controlling person never really has the heart and to me that's what's more important thanks again for checking out this week's episode of At The Table with Paul and Brandon be sure that you like and subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode we'll see you then